is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. I want to I want to be able to watch some of that game. You know what I'm saying live. And um, I, I would have to say for a few times, you know, where I you know I look at the games obviously differently. You know what I'm saying? It's um, uh, I really felt. I really felt like on the edge of my seat and it had a lot of, it was, it was exciting. I mean, it was drama, you know, you know, Lamar goes out and they show him going to the locker room and then he comes back. It was like, it was almost like uh, a perfect script to, uh, you know, an unbelievable game. And, and I just, I just took a step back, you know, in that moment and just really appreciated it like a fan and really enjoyed the game. Honestly. Hey, that's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. Be able to do that. Jake Luton, scout team. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> scout team Lamar. <laughs> How do you scout team Lamar Jackson? Well, Brent, I'm not sure if you saw Jake Luton play, but he put somebody in a spin cycle and scored a touchdown. So virtually identical and with Lamar Jackson's uh, standpoint. How do you how do you give the Lamar Jackson? Like, that's a great question. You almost have to realistically, you'd put like, man, it's a hard, because like, you'd almost have to put like Keelan Cole like, or like Chenault back there. Because, I mean, you're not going to have Luton run like that. Look, because, like, listen, where Lamar Jackson can beat you is with his legs, right? It's the read option, and it's like, it's like the regular halfback, all those options, things like that, the, the, the pitches, all that. That's where they beat you. And to mimic that, you need to get a guy who's speedy, who's quick, um, who moves like Lamar Jackson. That's why I don't think LaVisca. I think more Keelan Cole, even Keelan. a Chris Conley who's fast. Yeah, maybe Keelan. Uh, Conley's maybe not Conley. quick, I don't feel like, but no, he's fast. He's a, a fast twitch type guy. Well, you could... Maybe like even now, Russell like Robinson. a Zigbo. I guess a Zigbo, yeah. But, um, then, but then again, but then you also have to teach him like, hey, here's what you do here. Here's how the handoff works. Well, here's, I get it. Here, I mean, here's how the read option works. Come, like it's, let me know. Let me. Add, so something I've never because I, I didn't do this, and so I don't really know. Yeah. How valuable are the scout team folks? Like how va- how much do you think? And this isn't to disrespect them. Yeah. But how value? Like well, I mean, how are you We're supposed to road, mimic? Man. Patrick Mahomes. How are you supposed to mimic uh, Tom Brady in the day? Like, and I'm not yeah. even talking athleticism, but it's they beat you with their mind. Well, it's Tom or Brady. In Mahomes, they beat you with his arms, arm strength, and all these different slots. Lamar Jackson, he beat you with his legs. You're not afraid of him throwing the football and sitting there. It's it's how do you prepare for him to run out of the pocket? So I remember when we were preparing for Mike Vick when he played for the Eagles. Okay, good. Okay, who did it? I can't even remember who did it. It definitely wasn't a quarterback. I think it, it wasn't. I, I can't remember who it was. Uh, to be fair, I think it was like either a scout team dude or like a like an undrafted free agent. But like it was a guy that didn't. But he was fast. fast. But he was fast. He was quick. Because Chris Claybrooks, by the way, would be interesting here. But he's been hurt. Now he's yeah. coming back. Yeah. By the way, news today: Brandon Linder goes on injured reserve. Mm-hmm. And and literally all we had were sessions. And keep in mind, like they weren't even running plays. All we were having, I remember having these sessions where we just rushed in the lane. And, like, we had to work, work on lane, lane integrity, right? Because with Mike Vick back today, and, yeah, he's kind of, I don't want to say he's on the back nine, but when he played for the Eagles, he wasn't the guy he was with the Falcons. Like, he was still good, but he wasn't that guy. But we had to keep in mind, if we make one mistake rushing the passer, Mike Vick could beat you for an 80-yard touchdown in the snap of the finger. So what we did is we just worked on, where he likes to step up, where he likes to run around, and, like, the guy that was giving that look knew that, right? Like, now, you're not going to teach the guy the read option, the pitch, all that stuff, but you can teach him the athleticism and how Mike Vick likes to move. 
and that's what we got from that player in terms of the look. Now, when it came to passing and run concepts, that's when you had your true scout team quarterback in there, and you had to make do with what you had. That's interesting. Uh, could you? I almost wonder against Lamar Jackson if you're not that afraid of him in the passing. I'm not saying he can't pass, and obviously he sometimes drops dimes in there, but why not just drop eight and just spy him all across like the? No, that's, <laughs> I mean. Listen, and just that, let him sit back there and see if he can throw, kind of like what they have done with Mahomes at times and kind of unsettle the clock. You listen, know? that's how Tennessee ended up beating them in the playoffs last year. I think that's how Tennessee ended up beating them again this past season. Um, it, it remains on the quarterback spot. Now, I think you have a guy in Miles Jack who can definitely do that. I don't think Joe Schobert maybe possesses like the lateral quickness to do that per se, nothing against him, but let's be honest. But I think Miles Jack would be ideal for that QB spy on Lamar Jackson. No, not to say Lamar Jackson can't burn him. I feel like Lamar Jackson's kind of like matchup proof, to tell you the truth. Like the guy's just a freak of nature when he's on. But if I was going to go with that defense, and I was going to try to contain Lamar Jackson via the run or whatever it may be, I would put Miles Jack man for man. And I say, wherever he goes, you go. You're going to spy him. Yes, I know Mark Andrews. Yes, I know J.K. Dobbins, maybe in the pass game. I understand all that. But I look at it right now. Lamar Jackson is the biggest threat on that team. Maybe you put Schobert, maybe put a safety on, um, you know, on, on, on Andrews, and obviously he could be a game changer as well. And obviously Hollywood Brown, who has kind of had an off season this year, could come on right now and have three touchdowns and 200 yards receiving. That could happen as well. But it starts and ends with Lamar Jackson if I'm the defensive coordinator. We've got a serious issue here that we have to get settled. What do you got? Kuz didn't get porch pirated, and oh, he got his Xbox yeah, yeah. yesterday. Yeah. But you just asked him in the break, Kuz, did you open the Xbox? He said, I haven't even opened the box. Yeah. And the reason being is he's thinking about flipping that thing. Yeah. And he's thinking about there's some little kid out there and his parents oh, no. want an <laughs> Xbox and they can't find one. Oh, but no, Kuz no. wants to sell it to that little kid's family yeah. for like $1,000 instead of $500. Somebody so should Kuz put it on the market so the kid can have a great Christmas, yeah. but even though he's kind of robbing them yeah. for the price tag? Or should Kuz just... Take the dang Xbox and play it. You're asking me right now? Yeah. Listen, Kuz, I, I don't know what your financial situation really is, right? None of my business. We're in a pandemic. You can pocket, like you were saying, probably 500 bucks off this Xbox, right? So that's 500 bucks. Yeah, pretty much. They're Cold on they're on cash. eBay for like 1000 right now. Presidential pictures, Brent. 500 of them. Uh, if you go for dollars. <laughs> <laughs> As I show my mask. Not 500 different presidential pictures. <laughs> no. Just 500 <laughs> G-dubs, George how, Washington. How many would it be if I got it back in 20s? Uh, you know, a couple. <laughs> 25. 25, obviously. <clears throat> Is it? Um, anyways, yes. yeah, of course. Uh, so with that being said, though, what would I do if I was Coos? And once again, I don't know the financial situation, but here's how I see it. When a concert gets released, right, and, and, and people are at the box office, or now it's Ticketmaster and all that stuff, but, like, there's that excitement, right? Because, oh, my favorite artist is coming to town. i got to get tickets. And then all of a sudden, what happens? It sells out in, like, 20 minutes, right? That's happened to me before. Then what do you do? You got you have to go to a scalper, and the scalper's got them there, and it's like, well, it's an extra 40, 50 bucks for, to get in the venue. That bums me out, man. Yeah. Because, like, there's true fans out there that just want to see their band play, right? Like, I understand everyone's got to get their hustle on, everyone's got to make some money, and I get that. But, like, it drives me crazy at wrestling events and also at music events when people do that, man, because you're, you're taking away, like, yeah. the, 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 the good nature of something. 
Now, with the Xbox, it's kind of under the same realm a little bit, where it's like, and Brent, and, and I get your guilt tripping the dude, and <laughs> I, and it is what it is from that standpoint. That was pretty harsh on your part, but I get what's well, reality. No, but I get what Brent's saying, where there are kids out there right now that would love an Xbox and things like that, and, you know, it's not happening because they're sold out. So, listen, you, you can go through the mental gymnastics, whatever you got to do, but Kuz, you do what's best for you. Now, if you choose to sell it, I wouldn't announce it to everybody, <laughs> all right? Because then that's going to hurt the reputation. That's going to hurt the show, and I can't have that. Well, so, because the next time Kuz, I ask you, well, I got one serious question for you. Yeah. Why didn't you get two? <laughs> well, okay, I couldn't get two. I tried, um, but but you know, it, it, like Awesome was saying, it's it's like with concert tickets; they go off the shelves in in seconds. I'm surprised yeah. I was even able to get this one. Yeah. So well, um, well, and by the way, somebody has offered a hit on Coos if he sells it. <laughs> so, someone said that they would pay me to punch Coos in the back of the head if he sells his Xbox. I just, just thought for it was the Xbox. Just for the Xbox. I mean, I'll pay you to do that anyway. Okay. I just <laughs> whether I'll pay, it keeps I'll the pay Xbox. you to do it. I'll pay you if I can punch Coos, punch Coos in the face. You say it's my, okay. My, oh, the back well, of the head. well, that's yeah, my question: right, is right. why has it got to be the back of the head? Like, why? I know, why that was interesting. Why can't he at least see it coming? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess we're really trying to increase that concussion. I don't know what we're trying to do with this thing, man. Uh. How many people are doing that, Coos? A, a lot. It and that's the problem is but like didn't they do this with like remember back like Elmo? They did this with everything. They, with everything. Furbies, yeah, tickle me Elmo. They're doing it, um, like, listen, I'm not gonna be this above the, <laughs> the, the, the I, listen. I would do it too. Well I, I went I down mean, this weird rabbit hole of random things that I could I buy do. and and resell. Um, there's this other one that is a flamingo that literally it's like a kid's toy and it just goes to the bathroom, but for whatever reason people can't find it. Well, no, 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 no. And you can resell it online no, for no. so hey, much. I don't care how much you're selling it for. What do you mean a flamingo is going to the bathroom? You haven't don't heard this thing? Don't just bypass that. Like, that's a normal conversation in everyday life. I don't remember what the name of it. Hold about? on, hold on. I tweeted it the other day because I was like, how is this a toy? How is this a thing? But, yeah, it's it's a flamingo that's it literally you feed it, and it goes, and you have to put it on the toilet so it can go to the bathroom. In, in reality, as you look up that, this, whatever this that is, is right now, and right I'm right glad now. I'm not buying that for my kids. We aren't in reality right uh, now. We won't have Christmas if that's if that's going to be on the list. But uh, the, like, I, what I don't understand is, see, I've never been in a position to do this, yeah. I guess. Now, the only position I think I could be in is like a concert that you can't go to, and all of a sudden the ticket's hot. You know, me, or like a game, and now all of a sudden the ticket's hot. Now, I'm not going to be like, hey, I'll give it to you at face value if I can get double the value for it. I mean, listen, I'm just point. being honest. But if I was like Coos, who obviously tried to get near the front of the line on the Xbox, yeah. right? Yeah. Because he was that excited about it. Yeah. Well, just open the dang thing up and play it, Coos. I mean, if you're. I mean, just feel lucky that the Porch Pirate didn't take it. True. And open Brent, up the. Brent put you out there. Open up the Xbox, play it. Yeah. And that way you don't you can sleep at night. I know. And, and that's the problem. Is I wouldn't hate myself for selling it. By the way, it's okay. It's called Gotta Go Flamingo. I found the commercial. Two things right Do you... now. We're, we're in a very classy establishment of Field Channel. Yeah, everything looks, the ambiance is fantastic. This I mean, is real life Christmas stuff. Christmas festive. And you got me in the middle of Field's Cadillac right now with people staring at me talking about a flamingo that goes to the bathroom. You want me to play the commercial for you? Please do that. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Flamingo! So flamingo gotta go or got to go? Got got to go flamingo. 
I'm got to imagine, go flamingo. Imagine being up. in the sales pitch for that. I get <laughs> like, I'm seriously done. Thank, I don't know where those commercials have been, but my son hasn't seen it yet. And thank my lucky stars that he hasn't. Because if my son ever goes, he wants that flamingo that goes to the bathroom, I don't know, man. We're going to have a serious conversation about how money works and, and how <laughs> things work around my house. That's all I'm going to say. So that's like Tickle Me Elmo big. It's a, yeah, dude, apparently it's like a big thing. i got to look this thing up. Okay, but my second point I was going to make. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to contradict myself here because I relate Kuz's conundrum right now, if you will. I relate it to every single year. If you're in the NFL, you had a chance to get Super Bowl tickets, right? And, oh, okay, yeah. And you had to pay mm-hmm. face value, which was like, like eight fifty, nine hundred bucks for two, for two of them. And you, so either you said, "Hey, I want tickets," or you don't want tickets. Now, some people, and I'm not going to name any names, obviously. Um, I have I have flown on flights with players that are going to fly to pick up their tickets at the Super Bowl I don't so they could sell about. them. I don't know what you're talking about. But, like, listen, I have no idea what that even, I don't know. What is that? No, it's, it's actually it's against the rules, Brent, so don't be snitching out here. I'm not I, saying you're, names. You're, 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 I've just been what? on flights on with flight, those people. It was on a flight from Jacksonville, so we already narrowed it down to one team out of 32. <laughs> nope, okay? wasn't even a so, Jacksonville guy. No, no don't. Wasn't don't a go, Jacksonville guy. Well, then he lives in Jacksonville. Yes. He plays in the NFL. True. So, so, so that's even more narrowed down. <laughs> well, right you now. did. <laughs> You're the one piecing this thing together. You are stitching so hard right now, and stitches get stitches. Anyways, so I, I've never done it before in my entire life, but I've heard people that, like, for instance, when there's a Super Bowl in New Orleans, right? Um, that wasn't me, though. But So you flew to New Orleans, and you saw your tickets. Well, it depends what teams are playing. I think New Orleans was Baltimore and San Francisco. San Francisco. I was there. Lights went yeah, off at that one. Exactly. I didn't sell my tickets, but I'm just saying it was a very highly coveted game because San Fran, it's been a while. Yep. Baltimore. Harbaugh. Base, Harbaugh. Exactly. So, like, there was a really big game. So you, you could sell, like, an $850 ticket, one of them, for, like, 2500 That's just one ticket. Well, you get two tickets, so you make a lot of money off that, right? I didn't do it, though. I'm just saying I heard you can make a lot of money off of it. So that's uh, Harbaugh's mother-in-law, probably, well, and, for 2500 bucks. Exactly. One time somebody <laughs> asked me, hey, are you uh, – who, who was the player from the, the Giants? Oh, Tuck. Was Tuck still Justin there? Justin Tuck. Yeah. Hey, are you Justin Tuck's, like, a cousin or something like that? I'm like, no, why would you say that? Because – now, that wasn't me selling a ticket, I'm just saying, but I'm saying somebody asked me once, I just realized I'm stitching it myself now, and that's fine, don't worry about it. Coos, hit the dump button, didn't mean to go down that road. Don't sell the Xbox. But, yeah, yeah, bro, but my whole point is, like, listen, some kid could have got those tickets. Right. Well, but it's a little different, because the Super Bowl's corporate, no kid, hardly kids are going to that game. I have a friend who went as a kid. Well, I get it. There are some, it but it's, that's a corporate. It's like, people say, hey, 2500 bucks. that's what I'm going to have to pay. Like, if the Jags had gone to the Super Bowl, yeah. we were probably going to go, but we were going to probably have to redo the mortgage. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know? For I mean, sure. because that's the way it is. Yeah. And so I, I think it's a little bit different there, but, you know, cr- crazy to, to add on to what you say. Like, yeah. seriously, I've flown to Super Bowls and seen former Jags players. Oh, or local. So, not you. Uh, are they former now? One was former. Okay. And, and they were both on the same flight. How tall were they, Brent? Can you really uh, nail one's this a thing former now? Jag player, and one is a Jacksonville native who played in the NFL. Okay. And they were flying to Minnesota. Just to but what's them? interesting is some teams will give the tickets at the facility, mm-hmm. but to try some other teams around the league will make it more difficult for players to do this yeah. because they frown upon it, the yeah. NFL does, that they actually make them go pick it up at the Super Bowl site. Huh. And that's why these guys were going to pick it up at the Super Bowl site. Interesting. My guess is you that's... got yours in Jacksonville. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right in your locker, no questions asked, nice little uh, manila envelope, and you go on your way. Let me ask you this. Do you, how long do you have to be on the roster 
mm-hmm. to get Super Bowl tickets. Do you know? No, it's just well, I mean your first year, your rookie season. Like, oh, you, if, oh, you just get them in your rookie season? Oh, oh no, no, you get them every single year. But like, I'm saying you, you, the, the first year that you play in the league, in the first year that you're on a team, you can get tickets. Yeah, but my point being, like, you got cut by Detroit yes. after four weeks. Yes. Would you still be able to get? No, no. So, so do you have to be I on the active to, roster through the season? You have to be on, I mean, the, on the roster? Yeah, so you have to be on the active ros- roster as the season ends. Oh, it, it is? Correct. Okay. Yes. Could you still get... Uh, could you still get like a discount on Super Bowl tickets if you wanted to go? If, if, if I wanted to go? Yeah. I, I, no. 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 But every I, player I in the NFL, no, right? I wouldn't go. Every player in the NFL gets two tickets, right? Two tickets. Yes, that, that is correct. Are, are, you, are you wearing a wire right now? <laughs> no, I kind of knew this is how it Roger, can you hear me? I kind of knew this is how it worked. What's up, Roger? Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, that was uh, interesting. So we don't know what Kuz is going to do. Kuz, what side are you leaning to right now? I don't know. Probably keeping it, to be honest. Yeah, you think so? Kuz, yeah. here, when you're, when you're in doubt, Kuz, just do the right thing. I mean, is it, if you sell it for $500 more, is it really going to change your life? Well, sure, no, but I was help. thinking I could flip that 500 into a bunch of those flamingos and then no, sell those and make no, a profit. Hey, you know what he's going to do? He's going to flip it on a sports bet where it's like, oh, I don't know, if, if uh, Jalen Hurst throws for 400 yards, it's going to be a plus 2,000 prop bet. Let's put 500 bucks down on that. Or if James Harden loses 20 pounds before the start of the season. Was that real? Did you see the photo that was from the day was before? Was that real? <laughs> Leave that man alone. Seriously, was it real? It was. Re- I, I think it was. Yeah, but like the camera angle and the warm ups. Like, did you see him when he was just in his jersey and his shorts? I didn't. Like, he, I just saw the one picture. Listen, he he gained a little bit. Okay, now whether he's eating those hot wings at that one place that everyone seems to go to, whatever it's called. What's less true? Yeah. James Harden is in shape, or Lamar Jackson really had cramps. Oh wow! Listen, I don't expect James Harden to be in shape right now. Okay, like, listen, you just got done with the season. Go celebrate a little. Well, you didn't really nothing to celebrate. But go on vacation a little bit. Um, you know, eat some bad foods. Do what you got to do. You'll be in shape in no time. It's basketball. It's a lot of running around. But I think, man, that's a great question. Which one do I think is more? I think that James Harden is more out of shape right now than, than Lamar Jackson. I go to the bathroom, I guess. Let's bring in Marcel Robinson in Tallahassee right now. NBA fan. Used to play for the OKC Thunder, did James Harden? Yes. Marcel Robinson on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 from Tallahassee in the state championships. We'll get to that. But first, this. What is less true? Lamar Jackson had cramps Monday night during that game, <laughs> or James Harden is in shape? Oh, 100% James Harden in shape. 1,000%. Thousand thousand All right. Uh, well, I mean, I mean you, can't, you can't tell me that James Harden who has not reported officially for uh, activities and is coming from Las Vegas where he was partying it up is in shape. There's no way. He's probably still trying to get the tequila out of the system. (laughs) By the way, do you think this is at all a ploy, guys, to say, hey, I want out. I'm not coming in shape. Even if I'm coming here, you're paying. And by the way, this is if this is the way he's treating it, this is bad because there isn't he getting like 30 mil a year? I mean, he signed that well, big deal. He's got three years left on the deal. Yeah. So I, I get it if you want out, fine. If you, but if it doesn't work out, they're paying you 30 mil a year. So please come on in shape. Mm-hmm. But do you think there's anything like that? I mean, is he is he more out of shape than he should be potentially because he's like, hey, look, I don't want to play here. Well, <laughs> and no. so I'm eating uh, donuts. Yeah, and maybe that's the case. <laughs> but at the end of the day, listen, if you're trying to get out, that's fine. But then don't go on the basketball court looking like the nutty professor in your warm-ups. <laughs> 
Right? Because no, because here's why. Because other people are going to see that. Like, do you think other teams want to bring him in then if he's trying to pull a stunt? Yeah. I don't think so. Pillsbury Doughboy. There you go. Nutty that's professor. A, that's a great one. Very Woo-hoo! good. <laughs> Marcel Robinson in Tallahassee State Championships. Hey, man, it didn't work out for University Christian. I know they kind of liked their chances. They thought if they could run the football, they would be able to slow down. Um, uh, say the name of the school. <laughs> Shamanad Madonna. There you go. Um, where's Shamanad Madonna? Who are they playing? Are they, are they Trinity? Uh, yes, I believe that's, trend- I that's, believe tonight, that's the next right? game, our next date. So we have yeah. Champagnat and Chaminade Madonna. Thank There's you. No way, Good thing man. we have Trinity Christian and University Christian, okay? It's easier out here. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> I got them all mixed up. Hey, that's impressive that you actually can pronounce that. Uh, I, I've just I'm taken a flyer. I'm still Viola. I can't fit those names in my vocabulary. I just don't say Tua, the, his last name. I just I say got Tua. I got That's kind of like Giannis. Okay. Just say Giannis. And then I'm going to say Champa, and we'll call it a day. <laughs> uh, Marcel, what went wrong for UC? I mean, they fought back after a tough start. Uh, other team just too good? Yeah, I mean, it was just tough. I mean, between the two of them kind of coming into it, and it was sort of one of the things that I talked about with uh, a couple of the coaches beforehand and some of the other guys that were there is that it's just that this Champagnat team, they're, they're from a firepower standpoint, they're just one of those things where – you're going to have to kind of keep pace with them, and, and you can't really afford to make any mistakes. And University of Christian was able to overcome some of those mistakes, a, a couple of fumbles, and even forcing some themselves. But just ap- after the, the second half and, and coming straight out into the third quarter and, and turning the ball over and jumping out scoring on, uh, on on an explosive play, which is kind of one of those things where it's, you know, University of Christian is we're so – used to seeing them control the tempo of games because of such a strong running game, but facing an opponent like the Lions that they ran into today, which is ultimately it was just too much, too much firepower. And uh, missed tackles, not exactly the, the best executed game on defense, but um, I, give, I give them credit. They, they never they never gave up. There was quite a few moments where I said, oh, that, that might be it, um, where they, they were able to fight back. But that third time was just not the charm. So University Christian falls in the state championship game, 41-27, an outstanding program uh, that uh, Coach Penland has put together. It seems like every year we're talking about him here, and then you just don't know what you're going to run into at that level. I I guess I would say the same tonight for Trinity Christian, man. Trinity Christian has been so good, so dominant on the defensive end. Do you have any feel for what their opponent might look like and be? Because once you get to the other parts of the state, it's really hard to tell in high school football. I mean, this isn't like trying to figure out how the Ravens are. You know, we know the ball. Baltimore Ravens are. Um, what's the expectation? What's the word out of Tallahassee at what Trinity Christian will run into tonight? I mean, for me, I kind of feel like it's a little bit of the same thing because, uh, you know, when, when playing these these sort of South Florida schools, they all kind of have the same M.O. You know, they're all full of athletes at literally every single position. They're all fast. They can run. They can catch. They can do multiple things. And, and it's sort of, you know, you, you end up sort of having to kind of keep pace with these guys a lot and you – if you find yourself in a hole, it, it just becomes increasingly difficult to get out with each second ticking off the clock. And I think that's what University Christian ran into today and, and potentially what um, you know, Trinity Christian may run into. Hey, uh, one other note. It was signing day. I was over at Sandalwood. Brandon Jennings flips from Michigan to Maryland. Uh, how much of a stunner was that? I know you follow these guys closely. We all do with the Blitz. And by the way, we're going to have a, a final edition of the Blitz scoreboard show coming up 9 o'clock on ESPN 690 on Friday night. Then we have our Blitzies award show, 1030 on Fox 30 on Saturday night. So we got some high school football after these state championship games. Uh, there's a ton of signings around the area. Uh, I was at Sandalwood at Langston Hardy. Greg Hardy's son signs with 
UConn. Uh, Robert Simmons, a good player over there, goes to Bethune-Cookman. Jaden Kennedy uh, goes to Tulane. Maybe the most underrated player in the state. He had 10 interceptions this year to lead the state of Florida. And I think he was like third in the country in interceptions. But the big story was Brandon Jennings. He's uh, one of the top linebackers in the country. Was committed to Florida State. Uh, and then went to was committed to Michigan. When we talked to him a few weeks ago, he flips at the last moment to go to Maryland. Bit of a surprise there as he goes to Coach Loxley in Maryland. Definitely a surprise of him going to Maryland for sure. As far as him flipping from uh, Florida State and Michigan, not not so much just because it seems like there's so much turmoil surrounding both of those programs. You know, right here in Tallahassee, you know, we have guys you know opting out and 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 just sort of week in and week out just seeing kind of the state of the Florida State football program kind of go up and down and the ebbs and flows. And it seems that, you know, with Michigan, uh, who even knows how long Harbaugh is going to be there? Because, you know, that that's one program where who would have ever thought that they were going to kind of tank the way they are this year. And I think it's one of those where, you know, these kids are coming out of school and, and they really are searching for a sense of stability. And, and we've seen it with quite a few of our Jacksonville guys where they're committed somewhere, a coach gets fired and they pull out. Or, or we've seen guys who – end up still trying to go when the coaches are gone and, and it doesn't turn out to, you know, they re- don't receive everything they're promised, obviously, but not what they want. Well, Marcus Burke, Trinity Christian tonight, uh, he'll be on display for uh, the Conquerors. He's going to Florida. He signs there. Nick Elksness is going to Florida. He signs there. These guys were committed for a while, but they do end up at uh, the University of Florida. Um, and then we have some locals uh Going to, uh, was it Shy Queen Brown, right? Uh, out at, uh, Lake City, Columbia, going to Florida State. Obviously, Mackenzie Milton goes over to Florida State. Uh, we'll see how that works for the Knowles. Uh, a lot of fun football still to follow tonight. Trinity Christian in the state championship game. Bowls tomorrow. Marcel Robinson staying over in Tallahassee. Uh, to cover them both, check out the uh, sportscast. Marcel will have it from Tallahassee tonight at 6.50 on Fox 30. All right, man, thanks for checking in. Uh, hopefully it didn't rain too much over in Tallahassee. It rained like a son of a gun here. I got hit with rain from the moment I passed Trinity Christian to the moment I, I pulled into Tallahassee. So the rain we kept me company on the drive over, but thankfully left me alone by the time I got here, which is great stuff for me because, there's one thing I hate shooting in less than cold, and that would be red. <laughs> All right. Well, keep up the good work, man. Doing a good job over there. We'll see you on TV tonight on Fox 30 and CBS 47. That's Marcel Robinson okay. uh, finishing off uh, high school state championships and finishing off the 2020 high school football season. One thing here, Brent. What's that? Did you mean Kevin Hardy? What did I say? Greg Hardy. Oh, gosh. So <laughs> Did so, I say Greg Hardy? You said Greg Hardy. Oh, my so, gosh. So, hey, so, so, so now. Kevin Hardy, who I talked to uh, at length today, by the way. Yeah. I'm so apolo- I'm so I sorry. Hey, I no, that was nothing. Heads. No, I, don't oh, even, I, I wasn't even thinking in relation to you. Did you sure I said – did you just hear no, Greg no, Hardy? No, no, no. I promise you said Greg Hardy. Did I really say Kevin Hardy? Greg Hardy? No, you said Greg Hardy. Are you Goose, sure? Goose, did he say Greg Hardy? I'll have to go back to the tape. Did I say Kevin Hardy or Greg Hardy? You said Greg Hardy. I'm, and, I'm pretty sure I thing. said Kevin Hardy. You didn't, and then you looked at me when you said it. You're like kind of making a point, and you I was because I was thinking it. Jags. Yeah. I wasn't thinking. Nope. No, nope, yeah. I was not. Said, a sh- listen, listen. I, I, I'm not nope. afraid to take shots. Speak your piece. That is not a shot. Listen, I, I see how it goes down in that household of yours, man. Right? Because I mean, I've always had an issue with you. You know that. Now with Ty, me and Ty have history, <laughs> right? And, and Ty, let me tell you right now, he still hasn't three, forgotten about hey, that Murray hey, State. Three things I'll never forget in my life. My first prom. Day, the first time I had Taco Bell, and when somebody disrespects Murray State, Ty, people don't forget. 
man, I remember. And I can I can just picture family movie night. Hey, like, Dad, what are we going to watch tonight? Well, we can watch that UFC fight pass. Austin Lane getting knocked up by Greg Hardy again. We like that one. Yeah, Dad, you're the coolest. And that's what you guys do for movie nights. That, that's where we're at right now. And it's all good, <laughs> here's, though. Here's the crazy part all of, good, of all though. that. If I did say Greg, which I still believe I said Kevin, said but Greg. if I did say Greg, and maybe you just heard Greg, Mm-mm. but... I wasn't even thinking of it either way in relation to you. Yeah. Now I'm just more upset for Kevin Hardy that I called him Greg Hardy. So I don't even know what's going on. I'm going to have to go back and listen to the tape. But I apologize to the Hardy family because, listen, Jaden Kennedy, I called him Jaden all year. I already yeah. got a whole bunch of stuff for that. Yeah, it's yeah, Jaden yeah. Kennedy. Yeah. But this is even worse. Well, I'm just saying. Langston Hardy going to UConn. Yeah. Kevin Hardy, Jags legend. Yep. Who I somehow might have confused with Greg Hardy. Possibly. No. Possibly. But it was actually. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool to see, and, and Kevin Hardy is not the first, yeah, obviously, yeah, to have yeah, yeah. his son sign. But that's awesome. He man. was excited about it, and I know we're going super long here, uh, Coos. But one interesting note is Langston's a really good player. Played at Episcopal, then went over to Sandalwood. A good player, but he doesn't. He feels like the pandemic, and Kennedy's another one of these. And there's probably a lot of kids like this that. Because of the pandemic and the spring stuff and the seven-on-sevens and some of the recruiting cycle where guys couldn't go out and recruit, these guys didn't get the look that they might have got. And so you're looking at some schools like Tulane where Kennedy's going or UConn. Randy Etzel, who obviously was around when Kevin Hardy was playing with the Jaguars, uh, they might be getting steals here. So it'll be interesting to see some of these group of five or lower-level schools getting some steals out of these kids that weren't exposed uh, to all the – big D1 guys this year. Absolutely. I still think it's hard to be missed in this day and age, even with the pandemic, but it might have happened Well, I mean, it, it, listen, bit. if anybody slips through the cracks, it's going to be this year, right? It's just it's been a True. crazy time, and usually it doesn't happen, but with this year, it can definitely happen. I really hope I said Kevin Hardy and you were just hearing things. I can't wait to but go then back. That, then that, watch, but watch if, my if that's the case, and I'm concerned about you. If, if I really did say Kevin and you thought I said Okay, Greg. and you should be. But I'm pretty sure you said Greg because like, if you watch my face back on the video, you're going to see a surprise reaction <laughs> from me. I'm just like, okay. Here's the, here's the other part. We go through this for five or six minutes before yeah. I even noticed that I said. <laughs> I well, I was going to cut you off. You're on a roll, man. You're on a roll. <laughs> Jason Patterson from Edward, Edward White. Uh, he is going to play at Bowling Green. Congratulations to him. Daquan Stanley from St. Augustine going to play at USF. And so many more. You can find them on my Twitter page. We'll have some of them tonight and through the weekend as well. Congratulations to everybody signed on the dotted line. Not just football, but all the sports. Congratulations to you and your families. We'll be back from Fields Cadillac Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. My name is Brent Martin. His name is Austin <laughs> Brent Martineau. The freaking Jacksonville Jaguars are 14-12 and 12 all-time against one of the best organizations, quite frankly, in all of sports. Austin Lane. Get him, Brent. Get him, Brent. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Ward show, 10.30 on Fox 30 on Saturday night. So we got some high school football after these state championship games. Uh, there's a ton of signings around the area. Uh, I was at Sandalwood and Langston Hardy, Greg Hardy's son, signs with UConn. Uh, Robert Simmons, a good player over there, goes to Bethune-Cookman. I did say it. <laughs> I can't believe it. I said it like I didn't even, like, I did kind of, like, look at you, but I was looking more at you at Jags-related. Look me dead like, in the Like, you'll eyes. know Kevin Hardy's name. Looked me dead in the eyes. Did not hesitate. Said, check this out. And then dropped the Greg Hardy on me. And then, mind you, he says it. I'm taken back. I'm like, wait, what? 
And then when he's talking to Marcel, I'm Googling Greg Hardy's son Jacksonville because I'm like, well, he must, I, I didn't know that. So the whole time you can see him on my cell phone, I'm trying to Google who's Greg Hardy's son I don't know about. Yeah, he doesn't have a son that old. There's a variety of things going on in my own mind now. Sure. One, I'm like, I'm not sure if I feel more bad for bringing up Greg Hardy's name for Austin mm-hmm. or getting Kevin Hardy, Jags legend's name, mixed up with Greg Hardy for Equally. Kevin. E- okay? Equally. yep. Then, the fact that I said it and didn't realize for like six minutes that I said it until Austin brought me up, brought yep. it up, now I'm kind of wishing that I had done it on purpose. Because <laughs> that would have been a hell of a play. Listen, I'm just saying, and I, I'm not saying this wasn't done on purpose. We have to go back to the footage. We have to watch the game film and see if this was intentional or not. i got to see your body language one more time to see if it was intentional. I don't even know why. I mean, but listen, but Greg I'm Hardy not, is dead to me. Hey, but I'm not, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, maybe you, you left your house a little early because you had to come here, and maybe you left the house and said, hey, guys, listen to the radio, quote, radio show during the high school. Check out what I do in Austin. It's going to be awesome. Check it out. Okay, Dad, we'll check it out. And I'm sure Ty right now in quarantine, like you were saying, he's in quarantine right now, chilling at home or whatever. Um, yeah. Rolling on the floor. Rolling on the floor. And I'm sure he's hey, having a nice chuckle right now. My only question to you is, was it worth it? <laughs> hey, Brent. Well, and, hey, and this time, look me in the eyes again and tell me was it worth it. It was actually a pretty good moment. You handled it well. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, I mean, like I, I said, I don't go to Greg Hardy territory much on the show. You don't. I might go to, like, three career sacks once in a while, <laughs> sure, but I don't sure. really go to that territory. <laughs> and sometimes, like, I guess you didn't know you are going to Greg Hardy territory. So it's all good, though. Um, I wasn't going to stop you right there because you were on a roll. You were full steam ahead, the little engine that could, the little Brent that could. But I'm going to be honest, man, strike two. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, look me in the face. Strike Ooh, two. Strike one. Uh, was that Ty? Straight, yeah. yeah no, the, the, whole, the whole Murray State thing. This is a family affair it's right a now. family at bat. And listen, I don't care if it's the holidays or not. You're on strike two right now, okay? Not looking good in the count. You're down 0-2. Good luck to you. Well, if I'm going to bring up Greg Hardy, it's much safer to do so in studio. We're further <laughs> apart. Yeah, with all these witnesses <laughs> surrounding well, us. Well, maybe it is safer out it here. It is safer out here. Don't <laughs> yeah. worry. Uh, Brent Martino, Austin Lane, and uh, by the way, congratulations to Kevin Hardy's son, Langston <laughs> Hardy, who signed, and everybody else out there that did so. A few minutes left to go. The show, we're at Fields Cadillac, part of Fields Auto Group, having fun out here. Uh, thanks to Jim Signorelli and, and everybody here at Fields Cadillac uh, for having us out. Good to see some familiar faces. As uh, We had a great experience here at Fields. My wife has a Cadillac XT6 she's leasing, absolutely loves it. Is that it right there? Uh, no. Okay. Is it a... Okay, my bad. It Sorry. might be on the other side. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, okay. But they have XT4, XT5, XT6. Gotcha. Uh, SUV version. Yeah. So yeah. not sedan version. Wait, so do you have the SUV version? Yes. Well, it's SUV. It's SUV. not a sedan. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so, uh, but XT4, XT5, XT6 based on gotcha. uh, size. And cool. uh, she loves it. So, yeah. and we had a great experience here uh, with Kim and, and everybody else at uh, Fields Cadillac. So you can too. And there's the brand new 2021 Escalade right yep. there. Austin's been salivating over that. You know what? Uh, right. That belongs to the Scobie family, it, by the way, we have learned. And, and we are not afraid to share, apparently. Listen, uh, sorry, Josh. And in retrospect, obviously, I eat my lunch all the time here during the show, uh, you know, professionally, obviously. But like, I should have put my lunch in. And there's, there's, there's a fridge in there, right? Well, some Is there of a them. fridge? Some of them. Uh, some of them have. Okay, get. not that one. Come on, Josh. You could have upgraded for the fridge for your wife. Come on, Josh. <laughs> Josh, you killed the Colts how many times? Do the Colt killer. A 59-yard you, field goal. You, you I mean, how much a, was that kick worth? You can't get a fridge in the Escalade where you can beat the Colts like that? What are we talking about right now, Scobie? Jim, he's been telling me for months, though. He's like, this Escalade is so many people are, yeah. like, not just here in Jacksonville, all over the country. I mean, they're in love with the, this new Escalade. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, it was pretty cool to see it and check it out. You saw it at our Dream 18 tournament. 
Um, uh, 0% 72 months uh, is what they have going on here at Fields Cadillac. Not for the Escalade. Everything else, but not for the Escalade. 0% 72 months and uh, plus $2,500 rebate. So uh, come get a new car for the holidays right here at Fields Cadillac. And real quick, man. I mean, listen, I'm obviously a Cadillac fan as it is, but I give my stamp of approval now to Fields Cadillac because, Brent, take your headphones off real quick and tell me what song is playing right now on the radio for the holidays. That's John Lennon, The War is that Over. That is War is Over. That's, that's my favorite Christmas song. It's almost like they listened to the show and they knew about it. They knew you know? it. They're, Closing they're, out they're the show. playing us out. Hey, hey, Jason Fitz, I don't hear any kind of wham going on right now. So when you're Either that or after that last segment, they're just trying to make you feel better, and I request it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to uh, get ready to cry. Cool. <laughs> one of the two. Uh, hey, uh, one other note, uh, Jim here and his wife, Kathy, run St. Michael's Soldiers, and they do such a great job for our local military and the families. And, and they just uh, this is a big time of year for them and, and our Dream 18 golf tournament and our dream 18 charities help raise money uh for st michael's soldiers and they send a bunch of essentially stocking stuffers if you will overseas uh and i mean just to give you an idea of how much they send overseas to to our men and women who are serving the postage alone is like forty thousand dollars so that will show you the kind of effort that goes in uh and it's a grassroots effort uh by jim and his wife kathy and everybody around here that helps uh fields cadillac's a big supporter of it uh we support it too yeah and uh, it's an awesome thing. So uh, part of the proceeds from our Dream 18 card that we have available on ESPN690.com uh, will go back to our Dream 18 charity. So check it out, uh, Discount Golf and, and some free stuff from Baker Sports and uh, Smoothie King and, and Dome Hats and Palm Beach Autographs discounts and, and the like. Um, it's up there and running, and people are buying them. It's great stocking stuffer, so uh, go get it in time for the holidays, ESPN690.com. Uh, we're we checking off all the list here, by the way, of what I have to mention. Live yep. Local Loud's coming up next. Uh, Greg Hardy well. checked off. Good. Greg good, Hardy good. from today checked off. Good, good. I have two big, two big asks for you because they've been on my list uh, of show topics for a few days, and I haven't gotten to them. So I want to rip this show topic up. Yeah. Would you opt out of a bowl game right now if you're a university and not mess around with it? Like Virginia yeah. Tech, by the way, just had a streak, I think, of 27 years in a row. They opted out. They're yeah. not doing it. Pitt opted out. Boston yeah. College opted out. I'm sure I'm missing some. Mm-hmm. But would you opt out, given the circumstances, given the spike, given the – I don't want to – is it worth playing for the headache, I guess, is, is what I'm asking. Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. Actually, I read an article a couple of days ago about the, the Boston College program, and it was a story about why they're choosing to opt out. And keep in mind, every state does this whole COVID-19 thing a little differently. Right? Like some of these, you know, some of these places haven't had any fans in their game whatsoever. Some of these places haven't had interactions with their families because, well, they got to be quarantined essentially. Right? So with that being said, I think a lot of kids are exhausted, man. All right? it's, it's been a rough year on a lot of people. And I think if you're a student athlete right now and you're still playing the very physical and very mentally demanding sport of football, um, you're drained. And I feel like if you're playing in a playoff, a comfortable playoff or like a, a very honorable bowl game, that's one thing. But if we're talking about the Texas Roadhouse, uh, you know, bowl or whatever, you know what I mean? Pick your bowl. I don't know. But um, if we're talking about one of those bowls, I would probably keep my team. I mean, I, I would kind of get a consensus, right? And I would ask the locker room. How do you guys feel about this? Because you have to listen to your players, right? And they're going to tell you. And maybe they're not going to tell you directly, but their body language, their attitude, their energy is going to tell you. And if I can see that their energy is low, their body language is off, and they're just depleted, then 
No bowl game. Simple as that. Keep in mind, Tax Player Gator Bowl still on. Uh, we may catch up with Rick Catlett actually tomorrow and ask him about if they have contingency plans in case teams they pick mm-hmm. opt out of them as well. So how that might work with the bowl process coming up on Sunday, we'll find out who's going to play in the Tax Player Gator Bowl. For the Tax Player Gator Bowl, uh, There'll be, a, there'll be a crowd there, right? It'll be like, Most a, likely, percentage, yes. like a percentage, like the yeah. Jaguars game? I think more? so. Okay. I think that's the latest on okay. it. I, although I don't know if they've determined that for sure, but I, I okay. think they I think they have. I think they said a, a certain amount. Okay. Just in case uh, Wisconsin squeezes in there. <laughs> Very you know good. Saying, yeah, get man. your tickets. You know what uh, I'm okay, I'll one sell. other thing. One other thing uh, to scratch off my list. Gus Malzahn got fired. Yeah. He has a $22 million, $21 million buyout. Uh, Will Muschamp, I think it was like $15, $13 million, something like that, fired. We're going to see co- coaches fired around the NFL. Mm-hmm. The buyouts are different. They pay them to go away, but they're not buyouts per se. Are you surprised we're seeing every all these coaches fired in the pandemic, especially in the college game with $20 million at stake where you're just kind of giving them free money to walk away? I'm not surprised at all. Like, listen, this has been a different year, right? And as far as wins and losses, sometimes you put an asterisk next to them because of those players that played in the game, those players that were out. So it's a very different year. But at the end of the day, whether you're in college or you're in the pros, it's still a performance-based business regardless of the circumstances and regardless of the landscape. And we're talking about, uh, you know, a, a performance-based business. Well, the SEC, man, in, in terms of performance-based, it doesn't get much better than that in college football, right? Where if you don't beat Alabama or if you don't win, a, it doesn't matter what the record shows. If you're not winning titles, you're probably not going to be there for too long. And keep in mind, Gus Malzahn had a great run, man. Yeah, he had a run. He had some success there. Um, I think his recruiting was pretty good. But at the end of the day, if you're not winning the big one, you got to go. Yeah, and it's a lot of money to walk away from from the university side. You know, that's a lot of money. Obviously, they have people paying them. And, and to be honest with you, the direct correlation between, like, sports that are getting cut and that, it's not the same. I mean, that's coming from boosters, and that's, like, surplus of money. Like, they'll figure out a way to pay that off. Yeah. You know, the boosters come up big in, in that time frame. It's not like, okay, we're going to have to cancel tennis now because we have to pay Gus Malzahn. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not the case. They were canceling sports around the country because of the pandemic. You know, because of losing dollars in March Madness, perhaps, right, for the basketball tournament and not getting what they were uh, normally would get from being involved in, in the basketball season and the tournament and et cetera. And in places like, say, UNF, that funds the entire sports department, uh, those kind of um, checks yeah. from the NCAA. So it's not. It's, it's not necessarily, hey, are you surprised because now other sports and other players and other athletes might be impacted. That's not necessarily the case. I'm just more looking at the look of it, right? Well, and it shows you how important winning and getting it right is. Yeah. And they're not concerned about the look of it. But, but Exactly. But I'll be honest, man. Any time, really. But any time you've got to pay a coach millions and millions of dollars to essentially leave the program, like that's, just, that's bad optics. Yeah. And I guess that's the, that's the nature of the beast, but it's still bad optics. Like I would almost implement a rule. Where when you hire these coaches and these contracts and all these millions and millions of dollars, these ridiculous contracts, and I get it, maybe these coaches earn it because they bring in a lot of money to the university, but if you fire them, then you pay a penalty back to the, the program. Like, whether it's a new weight room, whatever the case may be, a portion of that goes back to the university, and that way it doesn't look as bad as going all the coach. Well, keep in mind, when these coaches are getting hired, they're being courted. And so you got to give them everything they want at the time. It's a little narrow-sighted, but there's also been some talk during this year of whether they should cap out coaches because of situations like this. And also keep in mind, the NFL, they're going to care about the pandemic in terms of firing coaches. There might be eight, nine coaches fired. I don't know if there will be that many in this cycle, but there could be uh, that many, uh, at least in the mix, to get fired. Your prediction, anybody else get fired during the regular season still in the NFL? 
I don't feel so. I mean, Lynn won the other day, so, yeah, yeah I don't think so. Uh, Joe says, can Lane get a rematch? I'm not sure if he's talking about Hardy or me. That's going to be you. Uh, definitely I can. And Hardy, eventually. All right. When is your next fight? Do we know yet? Well, we're hoping uh, we're shooting for February. All Stay right. tuned. Maybe some uh, big things in the works. Can't really announce a lot right now, but we're hoping for some big things happening this February. Up and coming year, yes. All February. right. Uh, good. I like it. I'm glad you didn't say in five minutes when we're done. Well, once again, too many witnesses in here in Fields Cadillac. Too many witnesses, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, thanks, everybody, at Fields Cadillac and Fields Auto Group for having us, uh, for sure. It was great to be back on the road a bit. Uh, and uh, it's a cool shop. Good Christmas time. we got the Escalade. I'll see you in the parking lot. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> uh, have a good one. Live, local, loud. Coming up next, we'll see you on TV tonight. CBS 47 and Fox 30 with state championship highlights.